Mike and Aaron from Grapes of Rat have a show about Quantum Leap. Where they talk about what they saw on their sweet podcast about Quantum Leap. Leaping from person to person through time is the plot of every Quantum Leap. Sam gets advice from Ziggy and Elle. The Leap Home Alobacula. Welcome to the Leap Home, colon, a look bacula. My name is Aaron Mason. I'm Nick Ollers. And today we are joined by our friend, Sean DeTori. Hello, Sean. Hello, guys. Uh, Sean is, is sounding a... extra sexy tonight. Yeah, let's let's expand on that in a minute. But uh, Sean's our first return guest to the Leap Home. Oh, that's true, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, so I've leaped twice. <laughs> that's right. We're going to ask you to leave, but that was fun. We <laughs> promised Sean a good one because you kind of had a dud of an episode right. the first time around. Do we even that remember what it sometimes? was? It was, I forget what who he was, who he had leapt into, but it was about like a girl and a boy. Like he was a footballer, right? Oh, it was Star Cross Lovers. Was yeah. that the Terry Hatcher one? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was our second one ever. Well, you're back. Well, and, we've worked out the kinks. And, Just kidding. This is awful. No, this is very kinky. It's about to be. <laughs> I because, ladies and gentlemen, we watched Doctor Ruth, um, which is season- the title of the episode. Season, Underwhelming up Also, it's guest star. Season 5, episode 14, 11 if you Netflix. It's the final season, right, of, uh, of yeah. Quantum Leap. It's and the, boy, is that showing. It's the 89th episode of the series, wow. and it's set this is April... more research than you usually It's do. set April 25th, 1985. <laughs> Let me get it out, please. Sorry. Um, before we begin, we usually read some emails and such, but I have a story I want to tell. Uh-oh. Did you guys hear about what happened? This is Quantum Leap related. I know that we have a strict policy, Sean. You, as a return guest, yes. are already familiar with the policies of the program, that we cannot deviate from Quantum Leap or its solar system, its, its galaxy. Okay. And I won't, but I'm going to tell you about something that happened at Coachella. Just a few days ago, the music festival Coachella was happening, and the daughter of, executive, of show creator and executive producer Donald P. Belisario... And Tiger Beat star in her own right. Tiger Beat star in her own right. <laughs> star slash co-star of several different episodes of this of Quantum Leap. Troyan Belisario lost her phone at Coachella. Why do I know this? Because it made news. Because the fella that found it started uh, got into her Instagram and her Snapchat really? and started posting things. Things like a picture of the band Disturbed and comments uh, complaining about how they weren't at Coachella this year, and she was super pissed because her Uncle Tony promised her that Disturbed would be at Coachella. <laughs> really? So yeah. where did she see all of these posts? Because her friends were like, what's up? Oh. And she was like, I don't have my phone. Whoever has my phone is doing this. Did she get her phone back? <laughs> she did get her phone back. The guy was super cool, but uh, not before he used, like, I, he might have found, like, her bag or something, uh, but he he found, like, a bracelet of hers, too, that he used to get, like, backstage at a whole bunch oh, of places. Really? But yeah, but he was, like, a cool dude, so she didn't care. They even had, like, texted back and forth. <laughs> And he was like, your phone's totally safe. Like, don't worry about it. I was just being funny. And she's like, yeah, like, I get it. That's cool. Just make sure I get my phone back. Right. And he's like, absolutely. 100%. And did he try on her underwear? I don't think so. But he posted as her to like, I mean, as a joke, like he posted, he also posted things that were clearly a joke and he made like one of his snaps 
was like he was standing like three feet behind Skrillex and he took a picture and the comment over it was like thanks Troyan like it was directly to her <laughs> that's awesome yeah so they were playing playing a fun little game but isn't that fun guys that, that was, was fun I don't remember the last time I had as much fun as I am right now <laughs> well I have a boring life <laughs> And a very sexy one, apparently, because my voice, O-M-G-L-O-L. Oh, boy. I don't know if I can record with this direction, that's, but we'll try. That's how the kids talk at Coachella. Oh. <laughs> uh, that thump you heard was Sean's sudden boner. Right. Guys, this episode... It's all in the title. It honestly is. A lot of it is, yes. And as you said, the day April 25th? April 25th, That was my parents' anniversary, now divorced. Oh. Dr. Ruth isn't as good as we thought. Wow. We open up on Sam in some sort of uh, dress and some sort of earrings. So you know right off the bat this is going to be a good one. Yeah. He looks like uh, Will Ferrell's Janet Reno to me. Yeah. Oh, my God, you're totally that's, right. That's but with totally. a voice of Sylvester Stallone yeah. for some reason. Oh, my God, you're totally right. <laughs> so he is sitting in front of a microphone. He's in a radio studio, and he's taking a phone call. And the woman on the end of the other end of the line is asking if the size of a man's foot has anything to do with the size of his. And I'm using her phrase now: love muscle. Right. I mean, don't you guys use that phrase when talking about your giant cocks? I always do. You use the term love always. muscle. Always. And thank you for calling a giant like I asked you to. Right. <laughs> We get a mirror shot immediately. Before the song, even. They couldn't wait to show us Dr. Ruth's right. stupid looking it face. It was probably in her contract. <laughs> we've, I'm sure. We've seen like one second of Sam fumbling awkwardly, <laughs> and we get a As mirror he's shot. to do. And it's Dr. Ruth, and she says, Oh boy. Yeah. 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 And then we cut to the horrible thing. Is that rare when Sam doesn't say, oh boy? Because I've yes. seen a few episodes of this show in my adult life again, right? Like, seeing, watching, well, it, thanks again, to us, yes. watching it again for the first time. Sure, sure. <laughs> thanks to you guys. Okay, okay. See? But, uh, yeah, so I've never seen anyone else say, oh boy, besides Sam. No. It was, like you said, it was clearly part of her negotiation. I there don't know. Are, this will come up, uh, I believe, uh, several times in this program, but there are definitely things that I think were contractual obligations. Yeah, and oh, what yeah. do you think led to that? Was her great, 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 great grandchild a fan of the show? Or <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, honestly, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but when uh, when he's at that book signing, I wondered if maybe she was promoting that book. Oh, that could time. very oh, well be. That's true. Yeah, that's. that's did we uh, get a? Did we? Do we know what book it is in, that she? No, was... I didn't catch it. Mm. I didn't catch it because my head was still spinning from the god awful season five theme music, which is, which is longer. We must. Right? Not, we've we've only done a few. I feel like because I always forget, and then it catches my me off guard when we watch a season five episode. I just because the song's just off. It's, it's like so flat bad. and. The clips are unfamiliar. I don't like any of it. Like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like still, it's still just as long, if not longer, though. Flat. <laughs> her clits off kilter. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, he said clits, right? He said clits. No, I no, did not. Oh, you said clips. Oh, you said clips. Okay. <sighs> you know what? That's Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> this has been the show. Well, it's Dr. Roos fault. She brings all this NBC raciness to the show. Second yeah. and final appearance. You know what? You're right. You're right. We have sex on the brain, 
because we've just spent we've heard love muscle before the opening theme <laughs> but i'm serious like the the innuendos and things keep in mind yeah. married with children was a moderate hit at this time oh yeah and they could time. say whatever oh, the monster. fuck they wanted yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. i mean we did listen to al rattle off about 20 uh words oh we'll get there we'll okay. get oh my god <laughs> for breast there is a scene later where al says different words for boobs uh-huh. for yeah it's gotta be at least I assume we minute. all we yeah. all wrote down our favorite one right I, I was uh, maybe I don't, I I you balloonpas. I, I can't tell because Bazongas, I have four and a half pages of notes. <laughs> so let's get to this. The show started. Sam's on the phone. He's taking a call from Tony from Lindenhurst, which is the worst voice I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Can you give us a little taste? Hey, oh, uh, this is uh, Tony from Lindenhurst. <laughs> That's pretty And accurate. Sam, in his response, his voice cracks yeah. like a teenager. We know this is, again, the 89th episode of Quantum Leap. So we know how Sam, how Boy Scout Sam Beckett feels about anything sexual. It makes him nervous and awkward. He's not very good with it. Again, in no way does he think to himself, I've leapt. I've done this before. I'm on the radio. <laughs> Potentially millions of people are listening to me right now. I should try and act like I know what I'm doing. Yeah, you'd think after 89 times, you would just be like, all right, here I am. Let me take stock. Okay, this is there. That's there. I'm in this dress. You know, get used to it, pal. Yeah, you'd also think that there wouldn't be a two-minute scene where everybody's uh, spazzing out because Sam... And whoever he's leapt into Ugh. is yelling into the nothingness next to him. Ugh. But we'll get there, too. <laughs> the producer, uh, it, it, it's, uh, we see the two people that are sitting behind the glass working the board, which, coincidentally, is what Sean does for a living. That's true. I was, it was like I was watching myself. <laughs> and the uh, Doug and Debbie, they are. Doug and Debbie, thank yeah. you. Uh-huh. And Debbie says, go to break. Uh, and they do because that's how it works. <laughs> nope. That's not how it works. And it's weird. So Doug was the announcer. Debbie was the producer. But he was more like a call screener. Yeah. He was. He, yeah. He, he was. No, never... he did everything. Yeah. The guy who I think was the producer, I assume, was the voice of God that no, came through some speaker that Debbie would tell was... them when to actually go to a break. So then was he the maybe executive producer? This this, this God guy? Who knows? Who Cause... knows? Because... Uh, Al's there, and that's all I care about. Because I got to talk about Al's outfit. Of course, it's time for outfits. <laughs> get a theme song. To that's great. In. Yeah, we really yeah. do outfits. If, yeah, I like what, that. Yeah, Did we you have make to that Al's wardrobe. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if anybody wants to write us an outfits theme, send one to show. Email at show at grapesofrad.com. Here's the clinch. It's got to be like less than five seconds long. <laughs> yeah. I got it. I want it. I got real one. fucking short. Sean. I got one. Okay. Shh, everybody. Less than five seconds. Yeah. Okay. Outfits, talking about outfits. There you go. Fucking that was like three we seconds. You know what? Cancel Aaron's plea. You know what? Fuck you guys. For submissions. Don't send That's me it. anything. That's the one. <laughs> not an email, not a nothing. <laughs> I got it. Um, oh Al, I wrote down, looks like if you let one of the Pittsburgh Steelers make his own tuxedo for a prom in a barn. It's <laughs> about right. <laughs> I could see you scrawling. Diligently, oh, yeah. so I didn't even bother to I try. I love barn proms. <laughs> uh, 
This is where Sean took his bathroom break. Four minutes into the episode. <laughs> I was like, how long is this going to take? Hey, man, you all know I had a colonox. I was going to be <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I got some things going on. Sean recent grapes guest. Brother had to sit down in another room. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed it was nausea from seeing what Al was wearing. But no, no, Al. You can I honest. mean, Aaron. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Um, Al is telling Sam basically like, yo, bro, you have to be cool with sex because you're Dr. Ruth. It's really important. Sex is not dirty. Sex. Yeah, that's right. Sex isn't dirty. Um, and apparently this is a message for Sam that he's gotten from Dr. Ruth, who, as we all can put two and two together, who are familiar with the process of quantum leap is in the waiting room in the future. Mm -hmm. If you don't know, uh, how this happens when Sam leaps into somebody, Sam, who is from the future, that person leaps into Sam's body, which is sitting in this weird, brightly lit, very confusing, really sort of a bad idea of a room. Mm -hmm. uh, that person, let's, why do they do that? If you knew that the person that Sam was leaping into was going to come back and leap into Sam's body in the future, wouldn't you make that place like as chill of a place as possible? Like inviting? And yeah, like you know that person is going to be freaking the fuck out. You have to explain to them that they've leapt into another person and are in the future now. So... What are you thinking? So Beanbag chair? Why are they on a mirrored <laughs> operating table in a room full of bright lights? It does not look comfortable. Does, no! does the person who has then leapt into Sam, when they go back into their normal body, do they have any memory of all of this? That's another thing. Because, they like, they, 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 they do. They do. Is it ever explained no. within the show? Yes, it is. I, it I is? believe so. That Al uh, keeps people filled in, like... They have to be pre prepared. Like, I've been out oh. of my body for two weeks. They can't just jump in and not know what happened. Oh. So they're, they're fed so this that's information. that's how they fill the gas. Yeah, yeah, and then I wonder if, you know, we need to see an episode of the person who leaps back into their body. Totally. Sean, I've said that. I want have, that show. Yeah. I and want that show. And telling people, oh, my God, you will never believe where I've been. Netflix, are you listening? I think it would make an awesome series to do, like, an update of Quantum Leap. You can make it Quantum Leap. You can set it in the same time. Quantum Sheep. It's just, it's just what happens to the person after Sam leaps out. You don't need Scott Bakula. You don't need Dean Stockwell. So it's going to focus primarily. But you use the same characters. Like you pick actual episodes. Oh, I see. You know so what I'm saying? It'll focus primarily or all on this subject, not the same. Yeah, character. the follow-up. Each episode is going to be a follow-up. So, so Sam is just out of there. A spinoff like 25 years later. Yeah, that's right. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Let's saying. put this into production. <laughs> Who can we get to do that? So Al bails on Sam to go hang out with Dr. Ruth because we get our first taste of what happens throughout the rest of this episode, which is Sam, or uh, excuse me, Al wants nothing to do with Sam. He just wants to hang out with Dr. Ruth. And it leads to these long monologues, Dr. Ruth talking about love and sex, and it's awful. If you Every time... Oh, it came to a halting stop every time they cut to that fucking waiting room. I kind of liked it. No, of course But I kind of like Dr. Ruth in general. Does so, everyone know who Dr. Ruth is, by no. the way? Everybody, even our age, <laughs> yeah. which I imagine right, is most point. of our listener base, has, has blocked her from their minds. Okay. Dr. Ruth, if you're unfamiliar, is a very tiny Israeli woman who is uh, Dr. Ruth Westheimer. Mm -hmm. That's I believe it. Is her name? And she is a sex therapist and was back in the day when that really wasn't a thing. And so she was the first 
sort of figure in pop culture who was uh, who it was acceptable to sort of like talk about sex and like no this is important and these things that we don't talk about we need to talk about and it's okay. and was boisterous and kind of had yeah, like she's a big fun and she's yeah. a fun old lady and yeah. she speaks with an accent and has she always been I always see her as an older woman when did she start being a sex therapist when, when she was ninety <laughs> I don't know that's what it seems like. <laughs> Uh, she's the Grandma Moses of cock. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think she was an older lady. Dude, when she was younger, a lot of people don't know this. Dr. Ruth is a badass. She, her, her like entire family was killed in the Holocaust, like everyone. And she was a sniper in the Israeli army. Wow. She, she's seen some shit. She's done some shit. And she is 100% like bubbly optimism. She's just a wonderful lady. Uh, and a really neat, yeah, just a really neat person. She's written a thousand books. <clears throat> so. Dr. Ruth gets a call. Or Sam has Dr. Ruth gets a call. Dr. Sam. Uh, and it's not one about dildo so he can handle it for a minute. Oh like, all God. of a sudden, his focus is uh, because somebody calls and starts very specifically describing abuse in their workplace some mm -hmm. woman is saying like my boss is harassing me sexually right. we went out i can't tell anybody about it we yeah. went out to dinner once i thought it was a casual thing he took it too seriously and now i'm stuck and he's abusive and her name is annie from manhattan yes and nick i think this is your no it's not my joke i'm it gonna is, give aaron's sister little... credit who's okay. off mic here my sister in the room hello laura <laughs> a whoop whoop new jersey in the house everybody annie are you okay Yes. Somehow that came up as soon as Annie's name was mentioned. Yeah. And she is constantly in peril throughout the episode. Whether imagined or not, we'll get to. And she's never okay. Yeah. They and do. so caught every scene. And nobody ever says, Annie, are you okay? She just needs to hear no. it. Not one person. It's like the magic code. It's yeah. like the opposite of the Manchurian candidate. When she hears this phrase, her life will be great. Have we even mentioned, you're probably going to get to it, but that there's a dual plot line in this show? Doug and Debbie? Doug and Debbie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're, there's this conversation that happens in the hallway with, uh, with Doug and Debbie. And Debbie's I don't... hot, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You got the hot I kind of like that. Uh, what would you call that look she's got? I'd she's call, a little brassy. I, brassy. I like that. I don't know. I'd call it 90210, uh, you know, 1990s. No, don't put me in that box. She but. reminded me a little bit of Dottie from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. All right. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's better. Mm -hmm. Forget what I just said, Nick. <laughs> but uh, we get a Ziggy stat, and it's the most underwhelming Ziggy stat I've seen in a while. There's I... a 70... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I want to pause because there's a stat about Annie. Is she okay? She's not. We don't... <laughs> Actually, we don't know because there are 6,280 Annies in Manhattan in 1984. Yeah. Wow. Which is the best Ziggy could do. Um also, there's a 72% chance that it has nothing to do with Annie, are you okay? And that it's, uh, it's, it's, it's him putting Doug and Debbie together. Mm -hmm. Like, you uh, have to, But why does Sam have to leap into Dr. Ruth to put those two crazy kids together? Yeah, she, Isn't that what Dr. Ruth was born to do anyway? Your quote, and I wrote this down, Nick goes, The stakes are so low, I'm already bored. <laughs> I said that a lot. No, in one variation or if he had not leapt into her... You know, Dr. Ruth probably, you know, maybe he would, she wouldn't try to put any effort as much as Sam would, knowing the ultimate, you know, choice that. No, it's nonsense. It's nobody oh, care, it's nobody nonsense. cares about these two. It's easy. They needed, they had Dr. Ruth. They I care heard, about Debbie. They heard that Dr. Ruth might be interested in doing an episode of Quantum Leap. So they wrote this nonsense around her just to give her scenes in the future where she's mm -hmm. talking to mm -hmm. Al. 
and they have to put in this nonsense. I think the other storyline is pretty decent. Annie, are you okay? They do that thing where you're not sure if she's the crazy one or not. Yeah. And I like I that. was convinced, and I again, I won't tip the hat as to what happens, but I was convinced for the most part that she was just delusional. Yeah, and then I started to believe Way to not you. tip that hat. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry And it turns out I was right. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so we get to the book signing. This is where uh, Dr. Sam is signing a bunch of books. There are a bunch of people in line, actresses that Nick knows that he recognizes, so he knows that they're going to speak, obviously. Yeah. The old lady from uh, The Wedding Singer. <laughs> yeah, she was the totally The one who makes it. meatballs and puts the meatballs in Adam Sandler's hands. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the rapping granny. <laughs> that's right. That's right, she the rapping granny. passed R.I.P. Oh. oh thanks sad. for bringing me she down. She had a good long run, man. She did all right. <laughs> Can Sam sign like Dr. Ruth? I was totally thinking that earlier. He's uh, sitting there. Yes. Signing Dr. Ruth, I assume. And making like, you know, pleasant chit chat with everybody that comes up and wants to meet yeah. her. And then uh, what do you chat about? Are like, they both when you're scared of sex pretending to be a sex <laughs> doctor? <laughs> and like if Dr. Ruth is right handed, is Sam right handed? Do they yeah, cover right. this? Great question. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um is this the first scene where Sam starts to take on the real Dr. Ruth voice? Because I feel like this is the first time it leaked out. Ugh. And I didn't understand that choice. And then they tried to write it away in the last 10 minutes, and I don't agree with it. It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like, they tried to make it a, well, as your mind melds more with Dr. Ruth, you're going to start to sound like her. That's never happened. That's when he, never when happened. When he was Jimmy the Retarded Boy, yeah, they didn't right. dare make him, no. like, you know, <laughs> duh, duh, duh. No. I mean, he got clumsy as fuck. Yeah. But he didn't sound all. Was no. that his And real, he's never. Is that his name in the show, Jimmy the Retarded Boy? <laughs> <laughs> or is that you? <laughs> I mean, it's Jimmy. His name was Jimmy, and he was retarded. I just offered a descriptor. That's all. Jimmy the Retarded Boy. Nice. Well, um, <laughs> so this is that's never happened where his mind has melded. Well, sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. It's just when it's convenient. It's never for come the lazy across writers. like in a in an affectation. Yeah, like but the never voice. vocally. Yeah, yeah. Not okay. even. I don't. Th I mean, maybe a stutter because that's when I bell, was but... watching an episode where he uh, leapt into a sixteen, seventeen year old girl who was pregnant, and he started feeling her pains like he was giving birth. Right. So that I guess, guys, he leapt into a goddamn chimp. And still spoke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So was the chimp then talking? No, of course not. It's a monkey. It's Why don't you listen to the show, Sean? <laughs> We've covered that one. <laughs> Sean watches enough Quantum Leap in real life that I'll give him a podcast pass. So Thanks, Aaron. This is uh, one of the ladies in line is Annie, are you okay? And Sam hears her voice and hears that her name is Annie and looks up and he's like, oh, my God, it's you. But then Creepy Boss, whose name is Jonathan? Yeah. Creepy Boss uh, comes around the corner. They make some eye contact. Nanny's like, peace, I got to go. Dr. Sam sees what's happening, and he runs to go follow Annie. And what did that one lady say? He, like, he runs out the door, and this one lady, which sounded like an overdubbed line, is like, Dr. Ruth is running away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was about it. So Sam is careening down the sidewalk as I'm going to say a four foot 11, yeah. 80 year old woman. Uh, and Annie runs into a bus that's at a corner, not at a bus stop, not at the corner where you would stop for a traffic light. 
like further up so that the yeah. bus door is right where the sidewalk is. It's open. Annie Uoke runs up in it. The bus door closes and immediately peels out as an old famous woman is running to try to catch it. <laughs> it's as if it was scripted. <laughs> Uh, we see Al. Al is here. He's talking to Sam. Uh, he says some New York business. I believe he says forget about it. Uh. At which point I ask Nick, did Al just say forget about it? And Nick goes, I, I wish it. I could. <laughs> God, I'm so funny. You were on fire today. I think I have a few more. Um, I've got notes that I'm looking at. And I know I'm in the right spot on my notes, mm-hmm. and they mean nothing to me. That's how quickly this show left my brain tonight. <laughs> Brenda Jacobs? Who's that? I don't know, no, but I wrote it down. That's the girl that Doug, announcer Doug of Doug and Debbie, the Double Ds. Yeah, we're not at lunch yet, but yeah. Oh, okay. That, that's yeah, the, yeah, other yeah. Woman. Okay. the other woman. Let's get woman. to lunch. I feel like this is taking forever. All right, so. We got to get to that leap. Sam is at end, lunch. it was the only thing, spoiler alert, worth watching about this whole episode. Mick. Nick did not ten second tease at the end. Nick did not care for the show. I loved it. <laughs> and this was your second time seeing it. Yeah, recently. I was a pig and shit. And Nick said that the last the 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 tease is worth the entire episode. That he hated. Yes. So get ready. It's pretty good. It's really intense. In fact, it's I know it's one of the episodes that's been suggested to us many times that we have not done yet. Unlike this one. But go on. <laughs> So uh, Sam's at lunch with producer Debbie, uh, and he is so fucking stupidly awkward. Like, it's really starting to get annoying because she's Debbie is trying to tell Dr. Ruth about why the relationship didn't work out with Doug because he asked, mm-hmm. and it was sex. Doug, I guess, Doug's dong didn't do it, and Sam starts getting grossed out, yeah. like really, really awkward, and it's uncomfortable, and then Doug shows up. And then we get this weird sort of like they're ha- they they start to layer scenes now. They do like an Archer connect if you watch Archer, where uh, Debbie says one line about what's wrong with the relationship, and then Sam goes to give the advice, but it cuts to Doctor Ruth and Al in the future, and Doctor Ruth is giving the same advice to mm. Al. And then the scene takes over, and the, and Al and Doctor Ruth are having this conversation, and she's uh, she's asking. <clears throat> Basically, why Al is such a scoundrel, trying to get to the bottom of, of Al, which I know Nick didn't care for because you immediately complained about how this is the worst scene you've ever seen. <laughs> but we, I, are, we, I kn- we knew about Al's abandonment issues, right? I mean, this isn't old. This isn't. Yeah, but he's never really talked about. It. I mean, he's kind of been open with Sam here and there. Did he really talk about it with Dr. Ruth? Well, they get we, to it. We yeah, learn absolutely. a lot about Sam no. in this episode. That he knows you mean only- Al. Al. Mm-hmm. What did I say? Sam. Sam. Al. <laughs> the other I still one. do it. <laughs> we learned a lot about Al in this episode. We know that he knows a hell of a lot of different words for boobs. <laughs> there is that. And that he was um, born in an orphanage. Bo- I wrote that down. He was born in an orphanage. Um, and yeah, he's got some issues with the ladies, and he can't say breast. He has to say bazoombas. But spoiler alert. Was my favorite. Balloombas. Spoiler alert. Like the Grinch, his heart grows three sizes this day. Not the only thing. <laughs> so I like that she's calling Al out. Um, they cut back to the dinner where everybody's having dinner, and Al shows up in the stupid fire. Mm-hmm. Did you remember that? Uh, yeah. 
they do another one of those things. Uh, they're lighting like some flambe or whatever beside the table. The waiter and Al materializes in front of it for no reason other than I guess they had a little budget left. Um, Doctor Ruth didn't take it all. By the way, I wanted to say this: if I was Sam and I was leaping into all these different people, I would use the opportunity of time travel to go see movies that were out then, like 1985. Oh yeah, you like, go see Back to the Back Future. Back to the Future, obviously, right? Like, obviously, you could be like, "Yo, put a mission on hold for two hours. How yeah. long do I have now? Yeah, you have 24 Plus hours. Plus, I'm Doctor Ruth. I'm not even paying for that shit. Yeah, you can walk right in. Take Doug and Debbie to the movies. <laughs> Come on, tell Debbie to give Doug the old Alanis. Buy some, <laughs> buy some Tab Cola. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you want a tab, you're gonna have to pay for it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> right. God Why are you wearing a, a, a... What's the matter, kid? Jump ship? Yeah, that guy. That, that thing. That thing. God, I You're doing a great job. I feel slow tonight. <laughs> I feel slow. We say Jimmy here. Jimmy. Jimmy the retarded no, monkey boy. No, 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 oh, no. boy. We're over it. We, the only rule, is, <laughs> the only it. rule is we can't say it more than they did on the actual episode. Jimmy the retarded we're monkey boy. Close, yes. uh, we're getting close, yes. We're flirting with the line. We're flirting with being obscene. This is where actually we learned Doug's penis doesn't work. And I know that because I wrote another Nick quote. Did Dr. Ruth invent Cialis? <laughs> and then I also learned that this, I believe, is the first time we hear Sam go into the Dr. Ruth. It must be because I have like a font 70. He's talking like her yeah. on my uh, on my notes here. Um, they get into a fight. They're getting in a little too deep. Sam's starting to be, he's asking really good questions. He's getting to the meat of stuff. And that's, that's where the whole Dr. Vo- Dr. Ruth voice yeah. thing, uh, it gets carried away, but she's asking too many personal questions. So Doug and Debbie, they start to have a little fight. Debbie spills water on his dick and <laughs> she gets up and storms out. And then Doug sits back down. And that's where we learn that there's that other girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Brenda Jacobs, gold digger. Brenda Jacobs. But what do we know about Brenda Jacobs? We didn't know. She's a gold digger. We didn't know that at that point. I did. Wait, I wrote it down at the same we? point that I wrote down yeah, her name. that's right. Oh, we did. Is that And what's going to happen? It's not going to work out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, she ditches him after like six months. And then we cut to Dr. Ruth, Sam as Dr. Ruth, doing some promos or, yeah. or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. And uh, can't get through the term premature ejaculation. Has and, so much trouble with I it. I wonder if that's something like the FCC wouldn't allow back then. To no, no, that wasn't it. It was just Sam being a fucking pussy, which okay. he also can't say. My note is Sam is a child idiot. <laughs> I'm really getting mad at him at this point. Like if you are Dr. Like he's already like leaping and bounding around the neighborhood. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing things that this woman would not do at the very fucking least do the one thing she is known for. Cause you're like, supposed to take on this person. To it's make your whole gig. It. Right. It's very frustrating. Uh, but guess who calls it's Annie. Are you okay? Yeah. Is and, she okay? Though? Spoiler. She's not, <laughs> uh, she's real scared. And Sam's like, we'll call the police. Yeah. And she's like, nah, I'd rather call Dr. Ruth. Yeah. yeah. Why is she calling Famed <laughs> sex doctor, doctor. I mean, now I'm starting to not like Annie. I yeah. don't mean to, I don't mean, listen, you wonderful people that listen to audio content, I love you, but imagine the type of person that would like call a radio show in danger at yeah. whatever time PM that Dr. Ruth is on. That's not a, I'm not gonna, that's not a balanced person. Well, it's somebody that she can trust. You know, maybe she can't trust the police. Who knows what kind of background Annie has? Maybe she's been in the uh, clink a few too many times. That's right. So this urgent phone call is 
any not okay talking to Dr. Ruth like Jonathan is like dangerous. Yeah. Her blah, boss. blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. But I was still fooled at this point. It was very tricky with the photography because we still don't see John. Have we seen Jonathan at all at this we, point? We saw him he was at, at the that bookstore. At okay, book but signing. this this urgent phone call, like it seemed to me the way they shot it, that she was screaming at an empty apartment and yeah. just making it up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh huh, that's right. Oh, we saw a guy at the bookstore, but it was never. We didn't know that it was Jonathan. Oh, that's right. I he assumed... just looked like Gordon Gecko yeah. as played by the sleazy boyfriend in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Ooh, nice. Uh, okay. Something happens. I don't know what. That's my actual note. <laughs> I have Balumba's written next, so we got... <laughs> okay, there's okay. a little bit more. Al tit talk, yeah. There's a little bit more. Before Al's tit talk, which... We're trademarking that. Nobody take it. Um, I like tit X. Yeah. Oh. Tit talk, the... Ted talk, tit, tit X, Ted X. Oh, you have to explain it. It makes it better. Yeah. Always. That's the rule about jokes. Like we're doing right now. Why? Uh, oh, that's the quote. So uh, Sam rushes over to go see what's up, and Annie, are you okay? Is passed out, and it's because she says Jonathan turned on the gas. He oh, turned on right. her oven, right? And she passed out, and so Sam's like, "Are you sure? Like, are you sure you always?" And she's like, "I always light my oven. Like, totally. I absolutely. There's a match in the trash can for sure." She goes over to the trash can to show Sam, but there's no match in the trash can. She's frantically digging. He must have taken it. He knew. He's smart. And this is like, oh, boy. Yeah. And we, he's not okay. Right. So we're kind of like, as an audience, we're like, okay, so is she nuts? Did she, you know, is she trying to commit suicide with the gas thing? And so here's where, here's where the sort of like famous stalker radio help me imbalance thing uh, was really sold to me. She says the following. Why would someone as famous as you care about someone like me? That's the line. And I thought that was setting us up to think she was some sort of weird, not like star fucker, but she was doing, she was pretending to be in danger to get Dr. Root's attention. Mm -hmm. I thought the same thing. Yeah, sold. Then. Now it's time for Al's Tit Talk. Sean, why don't you guide us through? Sure. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for the introduction. Um, So yeah, so Al is chatting with uh, Dr. Ruth. Vestheimer in the uh, it's better than Sam's good job thank you very much uh, she's he's Watch talking <laughs> he's talking with uh, Dr. Ruth in the future and she's trying to you know break some barriers with him right? that's right and so she's like tell me you know I forget why what she asked him to then where he was starting to say oh she was like so Tina why do you love Tina tell me something about Tina his girlfriend and he's like well he, she's got great cassabas melons Bazongas and Dr. Ruth is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he keeps going. Of course she does that wily fox. Uh. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't know what else he says. What else? Uh, yeah. I had Balumbas written down, which was a literal thing that came out of his mouth. And I was like, that's not a thing. So yeah. I wrote it down. <laughs> Balumbas, Oompa Loombas, you know. Um, I mean, it's every word <laughs> I've ever heard for boobs yeah. and like 15 Oh, more. tatas. That was one that tatas, came out. Tatas, yeah. cans. Which has always been my least favorite tit expression, by the way. Tatas. Tata's. I think he called them cherry pies. Yeah. At one point, I'm like, wrong part of the body. I thought he moved on to puss talk by then, no? (laughs) Hold on, guys. Let me ask a lady. Laura, what's your least favorite term for boobs? Which one do you hate? (laughs) They're all fine? What about fun bags? You heard it here first. Fun bags? (laughs) 
fun bags is definitely retarded. Well done. That's the limit, guys. Fun bags. No more. We've what about done it enough. Bags of fun. Bags of fun. All right. Let's focus, guys. We're getting sidetracked. So anyway, he finally says breasts. And that was like a breakthrough for Al. Yeah. She was like, good for you. You said breasts. Yeah. So we got, so clinical. We get, oh, mine's the worst, Dr. Ruth. Let's move. Again, <laughs> Scott Baculus we is get, the worst Dr. Ruth. We get kind of an insight into how fucked up Al kind of is, where he can't even say the word breast like a normal thing. This yeah. comes as no surprise to me. Having uh, <laughs> having co-hosted 30-some episodes of the show now. Yeah. No, Al's a fucking lecherous lesball. Yes, <laughs> he is a scoundrel scoundrel. I can't believe his dick didn't literally fall off when he had to say breasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. New scene. We're back at the office. Uh, Annie Uoke has cleaned out her desk, and she and Dr. Ruth are walking through the lobby. <laughs> yeah. West Wing style. Uh, and, uh, and who runs into him but Boss Jonathan? Uh-huh. There's a confrontation. What's up with the black ladies that were behind them? Oh, yeah, nothing, I believe Juanita was, was one of her names. Nothing ever did happen with them. No. no. So one of the black women, the one in blue or red, there was two black women, one in blue, one in red. And uh, the one in blue looked over to Annie. Yeah. N- no, to Jonathan. Cause, so it was a um, like a shot of Jonathan, a medium shot of Jonathan. And back behind him, you could see the black woman. And she looks over to him and then says to her, girlfriend hey did you hear what he just said like leading us to believe that maybe she was harassed by him as well and that would come into play but it did not no yeah nothing we didn't even hear from them again no i don't understand what that was at all no and she was in like she was in like a red dress you don't put people in red clothing and And give them lines for and give them lines unless there's something else to do what's that gun whose gun is that there's some playwright i don't know uh, there's there's a rule that if there's a gun and if you show a gun in the first act, it has to go off in the third. Uh-huh. Like, there has to be payoff. You don't sure. set something up that without without closing it. That's down. why I always walk around with my dick out. I'm uh, like, boy. something's gonna happen today. There's gotta as, be you some know what? payoff. As long as you don't say the R word, I'm happy with everything that comes out of your mouth. <clears throat> no, I, no, no, I'm not forcing anything. I'm just saying if my dick's out. Oh, I meant first act, <sighs> third. Third act. Not that R word. <laughs> the, the one we're at limit of. Oh, guys. Jimmy. Oh, I, I didn't want you to say Jimmy. Oh. <laughs> All right. The boss so, is... Jonathan has a different story. Yes. She thought they were an item. That's not right. him. Like, he says she's the one that's pushing it. Hey, dude, Dr. Ruth, get your... <laughs> Get your get your pro bono patient in check. Yeah. Like this chick's yeah, a fucking really. spaz attack is yeah. basically what he tells Dr. Ruth. But of course Dr. Ruth Sam's not having it. Uh I have a note that Sean made a great joke, but I don't know what it was. <laughs> That's underwhelming. Was it best. about the uh CIS thing? C C S I Miami? Obviously not. No. So here we are. We're back at the studio. <laughs> oh, I oh, and one more thing I want to say about when Jonathan's throwing Annie, are you okay under the bus Please. to Dr. Ruth? Um, he's, this is another reason I believed him up until this point. Like, he was so confident. He's like, she calls me nonstop. Check with the phone company. Oh, yeah. Like, he's threatening right. Dr. Ruth. Like, yeah, that was I, good. My, I can vouch for this part of my story. I had to change my number months ago, and you can check it. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing ever happened with that No, either. because... Sam's all set in his ways, like, no, this girl's being, turns out, <laughs> turns out she was, oh, cut that, go on. 
<laughs> so we're back at the studio, and uh, Dr. Ruth is recording a show again. Of course, I mean Dr. Sam. And by the way, not to interrupt, but i got to interrupt, because oh. Aaron, you brought up a great point, and I was thinking about this too. There's another episode of Quantum Leap uh, where he leaps into a 1960s or 1970s, I think it was 60s, disc jockey. This was our, uh, was that the last one we did? Good Morning Peoria. Good Morning yeah. Peoria. Mm-hmm. So I watched that one in the privacy of my own home, because I enjoy Quantum Leap, and uh, I was watching it not only for the entertainment value, uh, but also to see how well they f- factually depict working at a radio, at a radio station. station. Me too. Headphones, buttons, like all that kind of stuff. So they know how to do it. But on this episode, right. they do it. You're doing it wrong, people. Nice. To borrow a phrase from another podcast, that's really great. <laughs> um, but they're doing it wrong. No, it's and, terrible. They're not wearing headphones in the uh, master control <laughs> or in the talk studio. Yeah, there is a soundproof wall yeah. separating the Debbie and Doug from Dr. Ruth. And if you she's not wearing headphones <laughs> that was the and fu- they're talking to her. We and have it- a lot of good time while we're watching this just like the banter that never even makes it on mic. The f- the hardest I laughed was when you said, "Wear your headphones." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're just so bad. And so if you don't mad. if you don't know how radio works, if you don't work in the industry or whatever. So this is what it if you're in a talk studio, you turn the mics on, that mutes all microphone, all uh, monitor speakers yeah, in the right. room. It, it mutes everything, so you just hear what's coming from your headphones. So yeah, there's no option for speakers, right? So if you're not wearing your headphones, you cannot hear any audio, nothing. It's so frustrating, and not only that, Sam can't do the fucking job. He's pacing around, nerve. He's holding the mic in his hand and walking around the room like, like I Chris do Rock show. on stage. <laughs> exactly, like Nick does this. Show. <laughs> and funny. also, did you guys notice the on-air light was flashing on and off? Yes, and in the control room when the mics weren't on. <laughs> I so, want to go back a little bit just because whatever when you wrote down that Sean had a great joke and you forgot it. Turns out I had it here the whole time. Yes. So let's scale back a little bit to Jonathan's uh, big turn of the tables okay, when me, he's like... Let me make the rewind sound, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Worth it. Um, so Jonathan's like, no, she's the crazy bitch. And then, uh, so that was like a huge reveal, the way they set it up. And then Sean said, let's twist again like we did last summer. <laughs> Referring to the twist. So nice job. Hey, thanks. Was it worth going all the way back? No. Nah. This episode is over long anyway. Are we even 20 minutes in? Yeah, buddy. We're doing just fine. So. We're almost done. Just to put a bow around the radio topic, Ah, how mm -hmm. can they get it so right and then so wrong in a later episode? Quantum Leap is the most inconsistent show I've ever seen. It really will create a rule it's and not, then just pee on it the next week. Yeah, but it's not their fault. It's the cocaine's fault. Some, <laughs> some was right. better than other. You're right. That's true. Yeah. Um, he's uh, having a pretty good conversation, actually. Uh, he, he's pacing around and he's nervous, but then he takes this call. Uh, this girl is upset with her body. She's too flat. She wants to get breast implants. <clears throat> and Sam, the doctor realizes that, oh, wait a minute, this is like 1984, 1985. Uh, silicone implants are a big thing, but in the early 90s, early to mid 90s, when this show is being written and made, silicone breast implants were like killing people, yeah. and it was this big, big controversy. It was a big controversy. <clears throat> so Sam took the opportunity to stand up on his little soapbox and tell this lady that she should not get silicone breast implants because it will this, and there are these studies and these tests, and everybody's looking at him like, huh? Yeah. How could you know this, Dr. Ruth? Was there any alternative to the silicone back then? Or silicone was the thing? I think it was the thing. At the time. Because it was the first thing. And, that's, and then saline came out after that? 
but silicone still feels better. But Let's I think ask that's the safe expert. Now. We have a girl in the room, so. <laughs> uh, okay, Al's back, and Sam decides in half Doctor Ruth voice that he is into the idea of doing this like good work as Doctor Ruth. He he wants to help people. And, uh, See, I kind of took that as a slam against Dr. Ruth. Like, I can do this job better than her. Didn't you take it that way? Oh, no. I think as opposed to trying, as opposed to succeeding in the mission and just getting Doug and Debbie together, who want, gives a shit yeah. when I can actually, like, change a lot of people's lives if I if I really try and do this thing. And <clears throat> it's pretty impassioned. Sam mm. is is genuinely flailing in front of a glass wall. It's season five. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and earlier in the in the episode, uh, he was having a conversation with Al, but he hit it by pretending to be on a telephone call. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. And then he loses all of that. Yeah. He's just yelling like a maniac to an empty room in front of his coworkers. And then at one yeah. point he says that he's practicing, like practicing his... Yeah, after they call him out for being a spaz attack. Yeah, yeah they run in and they're genuinely worried. Are we at, a, at our limit for me saying, saying spaz attack also? No. <laughs> I feel like it's almost as offensive as retarded. Well, you're wrong there. Okay. Um... So what happens when they run in, when Doug and Debbie run in all concerned for Dr. Ruth, Dr. Ruth, Sam, sees this opportunity to unite them in their concern. Ah, I can get them together now because they're they're both worried about me, and I know they really love each other, and he's doing the voice again, and God damn it, he does the worst Dr. Ruth. I mean, really. He, she's, the woman is there. He could, he could sit down and have a conversation with her, yeah. Scott Bakula, the actor, and say, am I doing this right? And just repeat things as her until he nails it. And he did not. He does not do that. <laughs> I would hire you. You Man, should do the ADO. With this voice, I can't really do anything but sound sexy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Much like Dr. Ru. Um, <laughs> You're right. All yeah. right. And at this right. point, uh, I think... Yeah, they still hadn't given their mind meld uh, bullshit excuse. So I just kept getting more and more furious every time thinking that it was just Scott Bakula having fun on set. Well, he's not having any fun <clears throat> and uh, because he learns this crazy news that Annie is going to – Annie, are you okay? Is going to die in two hours. She's going to be Annie, are you alive in two hours? And the answer will be no. Whoa. This is when we get another mirror shot. And commercial break mirror shot. <laughs> it's a commercial break mirror shot, and Dr. Ruth mouths, Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Three fucking oh boys. That is four mirror oh boys for Dr. Ruth. That's a lot. And he's not said it once this episode, right? No, no I mean, you hear his voice. Sure. Doesn't oh, count. yeah, but Doesn't it's Ruth. Count. But it's her bad lip syncing. Yeah. Or, I guess it's the other way around. But who gives a shit? Because it's a commercial. I don't give a shit. And then we're back. And he's on the air, and my note is, I don't care. You guys take this. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, my notes uh, don't make any sense. I've already forgotten. Great. So we're at Annie's apartment. Wait, what do they say? Huh? What do they say, though? I have one note that says, bring in the crazy kids. What does that mean? <laughs> You're asking okay. us what your notes Will you mean. do me a favor? Hold on. Will you do me a favor? Yeah. Never not read a note again. If you don't understand <laughs> it, I want you to stop. Because it be makes, like, I get all heated up in the moment. And sometimes I'll just write like a, a time or a place mm -hmm. so that I can keep track as we're going. Yeah. But other times I'll think of a joke in my head and I'll write that down. But then I'll have forgotten the context <laughs> for the joke. Yeah. By the time we get on the air. So bring in the crazy kids. I don't know what that means. I don't know and then I also wrote, I was wrong. Which I underlined a whole bunch of times. Oh, oh, it was about 
yes, about yes. Annie, are you okay? Yeah. Because we're in her apartment now, mm-hmm. and Al has been uh, bleeped over to her. Mm-hmm. And oh, before this though, Sam, Doctor Sam, was helping Debbie and Doug because he was getting some calls, but he knew he had to get out of there. And so he's like, maybe we want to hear about Debbie and Doug to get oh, them talking. Yeah, we'll that's get my note. We'll get Bring there. in the crazy kids. Like, hey, we'll save this radio show. Yeah. Talk about your issues. So that's what your note means. Yeah, see? It all came together, Sean. Good God. <laughs> uh, she's in her apartment. She has five minutes to live. Al blips there, and there's a knock on the door. And Nick goes... It's who's it can't be. It's not gonna be, and it is. It's it is Jonathan, Jonathan yeah. with a crazed look in his scar faced eye. Yeah, Nick is surprised, and uh, there's a whole knife situation. They got me. They got me. It, it seems too bad. obvious. Anyway, go on. Sorry. He starts bullying her around. Someone pulls out a knife. It's a bad. Nick scene. made. Now, she's got the knife. Nick, that's not a knife. Nick made a <laughs> Nick made a great point. Maybe while we were watching the show, maybe five minutes before this scene happened, there's 12 minutes left in the episode, and Nick is like. There's 12 minutes left in the episode and nothing has fucking <laughs> happened yet. And Guys, then this I say stuff that starts. 30 minutes into every episode okay. we watch. But and then on. this stuff starts happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it got fucking shit balls crazy. Then it gets balls out crazy. And then it cuts back to the studio where uh, the crazy kids are being brought in and they <laughs> yes, get together. And Dr. Ruth has them talk to each other and admit their true feelings. And uh, while the show is happening... Sam gets up and runs out. Yeah, you because you can do that. Yeah, because Al patches in and says like, "Annie is not okay, right?" Yeah, that's right. And so this is amazing. Can I tell this part? Oh, are we getting to the leaping? I'll, I'll yes, I'll I'll set you up. Let me set you up. Yes. Um, he's in a cab. He's in a cab. He ran out. He left his show. Gone. Just out of Doug nowhere. and Debbie got this. Okay. Doctor Ruth is gone. Stuck in a cab in traffic. Right. The cab driver is trying to ask Dr. Ruth all these sex questions. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dr. Ruth is like, my a girl wife won't is gonna blow die. me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but it's a weird accent. Oh, no. He's he, Russian or something. His problem was, she wants to, yeah, some weird Eastern European. Uh, my wife, uh, <laughs> she wants to have sex with me at midnight every night. Uh, my dad, he go to bed at 8 o'clock. Why, wife, I uh, want sexing at 12. <laughs> I fall asleep before then. I'm too sleepy. And then he's like, what should I tell my wife? And Dr. Sam is like tell her that the early bird gets the worm oh right dick joke nbc raciness again oh boy um this is when al appears out the window poorly by the way did you notice that yes there's a shot from the like you're in the back seat with sam and you're looking at the side of sam out the window and there's people on the street and everybody they clearly like had an air horn or yelled stop or something where everybody froze dean stockwell ran into the window and then they went, okay, go. And everybody started moving again. God, I'd like love to see that, that then, oh. B footage of the show. And man. then, Nick, you were very upset by the stunt double. Oh, yeah. Well, here we, what here's what to. happened. Yeah. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, so he decides this cab's taking too long, like bails out the window and starts hopping over cars, like, uh, you know, leaping from car to car on the roof. Yes. And at full speed. And then... <laughs> We get the little That's wind scary. chime noise, which means we're going to get another mirror reflection because we're seeing like through the window of the cab. But it's the oddest choice in that they show uh-huh. – I thought it was another cheap excuse for them to put Dr. Ruth into a scene where she didn't belong. Sure. But no, it's not Scott Bakula or Dr. Ruth Westheimer. It's a stunt double, clearly, oh, who's yes. making this run. Yes. 
in a shitty Dr. Ruth wig. Yes. It's a 25-year-old man in a wig. And they cut to it yeah. twice. Yep. Two times they decide this is a good idea. Somebody that doesn't look like either of the characters that we supposedly invested in and for actually, this 45 minutes. And actually three times because we'll get here. But at the end, we see her, yeah. him, kicking that's right. There's that's a third. Right. Yeah, it's it's complete. It's completely it's bonkers. insane. Yeah. It's it it's is... the most insane thing I've seen in 30 plus episodes of this show. I I'm inclined to agree with you. Really, in all the I mean, Al turning into Satan was pretty bonkers. Wow, I should watch that. one. But this is up there. This is definitely up there. Okay, guys, tell me what this note means. Jonathan Con job. I'm asking legitimately. Jonathan Con job. Yeah. Because he's a con job. Uh, let's see. They fight. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what not what he was there for? I don't know. You tell me. <clears throat> so there's a big fight. We cut back to Annie's apartment. And there's a they're having a, a scuffle. And Dr. Ruth walks in. And this is probably it. Immediately as Sam walks in, Jonathan mm. changes his story. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah. See, this is a fun new uh, know, new right? layer to the show, right? <laughs> Explain my notes to me, Aaron. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, yeah. So, well, it's your note. <laughs> Take it away. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so he essentially he goes back to claiming what he did when he was at the elevator and that Annie is... Annie's crazy. crazy. She called me. She said she, she would kill... She cut me with a knife. She, she cut me with this knife. She said she would kill herself if I didn't come over. Yeah. And Sam's like, and and Al, who was there the whole time, is like, yelling at no, Sam. He's full of shit. He raped her. Yeah, he was he, going to. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's not even really. Uh, I didn't feel that that worked too well because there wasn't too much tension in that scene because Sam knows to trust Al, who was likely there in that room while it was all going down. Right, but yeah. the tension comes next because there's a knife in the room and, uh, <laughs> Jonathan and this tiny. Tiny elderly woman start bumping chess and fighting. Yeah, I know what you're all thinking. Unfortunately, no roundhouse kick this time. No roundhouse kick to the face. No actual. I really was hoping to see like shitty footage of the real Doctor Ruth fighting. You know, like from everybody else's perspective. Well, that stunt double's on call all the time. I know. So they so they used a stunt double mirror shot again. Again. But I really wanted one of those. You know, like in a movie where someone's surfing and they're clearly not surfing. Like, yeah. they're, it's, I wanted that, but in a Dr. Ruth fight. Like, I wanted a close-up <laughs> shot of Dr. Ruth and then, like, an arm around her face. Think, let's go back again to this stupid stunt double reflection decision. It's insane. Because we've seen Sam a million times, and it's viable. And whether it's a stunt double or not, it doesn't look that glaringly obvious even it, in earlier seasons it, like when sam does a roundhouse kick in season two to somebody's face yeah that's right it looks like scott Bakula in a dress doing that it doesn't have to be some completely separate actor to dress through the mirror doing that do you understand how upset i am <laughs> i do so, i do and you're i com- hate to do this on mike again but i've quit the show <laughs> <laughs> one of these times it's gonna stick you won't know what to do next week oh god i know i won't um, I guess I'll have to stop wanting, watching Quantum Leap. No, we're breeding Sean. He doesn't realize. <laughs> You're taking my place. I want to see the spinoff Quantum Sheep. Yes, that's the second time I've said Quantum <laughs> Sheep. Oh, that's too, too many. Come on, Quantum Sheep. <laughs> All right, I'll let Sean campaign after the show. We're going to wrap this up, though. We uh, we learned that uh, yes. uh, everything's resolved, guys. It's going to be fine. Uh, Dr. Ruth knocks Jonathan out. He's on the ground. Uh, but Sam... 
uh, isn't leaping. He's like, I don't understand. Well, we the crazy get, and, kids and we, are of together. course we get the addendum with Annie. She goes to law school. She ends up like yeah. being Guys, some advocate against sexual harassment. Like, of course, and it's very nice. Annie's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. And yes, of course we get, which is becoming a tradition with the ones we're choosing lately. Anyway, why haven't I left yet? And this is the most underwhelming reason for a non-leap I've ever seen in my life <laughs> because it led to six more minutes. I want to say easily. <laughs> Of Al and Dr. Ruth just shooting the shit in the waiting room. Break Guys, breakthroughs. We the, need breakthroughs. The reason Sam hasn't left is because he's – is because – is not because of what's happening in 1985, but because Dr. Ruth needed to leap into the future to help Al have a breakthrough. Yeah. Understand that he does love Tina, just not in the same way that he loved Beth. Balubas. <laughs> Whatever her name was. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but Beth, then Beth, like the kiss song. Okay, so we're done with this nightmare of an episode, right? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except for the except we've for the teased going. it the whole time. Yeah, this this leap, this tease. So we're we're in the waiting room. Al Al has admitted that he that he said the word love. Isn't that great? Dean Stockwell, the actor, kind of like smiles. And he's sitting on this table. Again, this room is like an operating table and a, a mirrored operating table in this big empty room. And he gets off and just walks off camera, like toward the camera and beside it, off camera. And Dr. Ruth comes around the desk, stands right in the middle behind it, puts both her hands down like, she, you know, like, like, you, like you're standing in a power pose, like kind of playing piano power pose, and, go, and puts... Takes one hand, put it up, puts it up, does the come here sign with her finger and goes, who's next? Uh-huh. And, and then she gets the leap. And Dr. Ruth Westheimer starts glowing blue and white. Yeah. And leaps the fuck out. God, what a nego- That is the cum shot of every episode of Quantum Leap. It is. And they gave it to Dr. Ruth this time. Yeah. Unprecedented. And I'm going to say she negotiated it. Tell yeah. them, boys, who we found there next. Cut to, usually... It's some scene in a different place. Yeah. A western town. Who, who the fuck knows? Spoiler alert. It's the same fucking place. Right. Oh, right behind yeah, the yeah, table. Yeah. So uh-huh. is this the first time we've ever seen this That's kind the of... first time that's happened. Yeah. Where the locations stay the same after Because the it's the waiting room. It's right. where everybody leaps into. Right. And who is it? Nick, can you tell me? I can't. You can't tell me who it is, but you can tell me something about it. I can, I can tell you that it's just some dapper looking... Possibly evil stranger, but am I sure? When he grins and he's wearing fucking Spencer's Gifts vampire teeth, <laughs> that's how they close out the show. So we don't know where Sam has leapt. We just no. know that someone who may or this may not should be, be Sam, and it's not Sam. Well, it Sam has leapt into this person. Right? No, but what I'm saying is, we as the viewer, we don't know where Sam is, but we know that this is, or this may not be, or maybe a vampire person. <laughs> That's what I took from it. Save your emails, guys, because I think I know who this is. We've had a lot of episode suggestions. Should we do this one next? Just because Maybe. or no? I don't want to make that decision now. Okay. But we've had a lot of episode suggestions to do one with the evil leaper. There apparently is this evil leaper huh. who jumps around and tries to do mayhem. Jumps around and tries to save season five. <laughs> <laughs> so what I believe this is is the return of the evil leaper. You know, I think we've seen this guy before. And we haven't. I mean, we think, haven't. You think we as a whole. But the audience. Quantum Leap audience has. So you speak of evil leaper. I've seen an evil leper. 
trying to give someone leprosy once. It was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> I saw Evil Leopard one time that was a spotted cat on a motorcycle who would jump over the Grand Canyon. We've gone too far from Quantum Leap. You know what that means. Wrap it up. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sean, for coming back. Hey, this has been Two fantastic. Time, yes. I hope you. you had a fun time, Sean. Thanks okay. for bringing the uh, sexy I'm not feeling great voice. Yeah, you're very welcome, boys. It's wonderful. <laughs> I felt that in my Grundy bits. <laughs> okay. Nice one, pal. Oh, you're welcome. Nick, anything for the people? What does that mean? No. I don't know. Do you have any words? <laughs> no. Would you say bazoombas one more time or whatever? <laughs> Baloombas. And no. That's three now. <laughs> Uh, if you want to send us an episode suggestion, you can email show at grapesofrad.com or hit us up on uh, any of the social media stuff. That works fine with me. And there's only one thing left to do. And that's hope that the next leap will be the evil leap home. <laughs>